All right, so my podcast this morning, I've been excited about this one for a little while, is uh, with Lizette, say it again, say your last name, Zlogar, okay, Uh, Lizette Zlogar, and uh, she is a makeup artist, and what else? You said you're a clinical, so what is that? Okay. Well, so now, okay, so uh, obviously the, the, the makeup stuff seems more, you know, uh, interesting as far as like, you know, holy cow, you're making zombies and stuff. But uh, what pays the bills? Is, is the other thing pay better or uh, no? No. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's meditation. Okay. Can be negatively affected if you're not. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know that's great. Uh, so I mean, is there enough? So, like the videos I saw online are like you know the zombie stuff, and then the what is it's like Night of the Dead or what's the what's the woman Day of the Dead? Yeah, right. Uh. I know so many women that are, that, that just love uh, that. That's it's, it's, right. It's chronic. Yeah. Uh, is that right? Oh no, they're they're super cool looking. Uh, I need to go through more of your pictures and find some more of that stuff. But uh, for for the YouTube, I'll post them uh, the pictures on there. Uh, what? Um, so okay. So how much? How much zombie and stuff work can you get? Like, how is that even a? a this time of year, I get it, right? It's October, so yeah. like you're gonna do yeah. do you do Halloween stuff for people. Yeah. 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 Eight a.m. to probably one in the morning. Wow. Yeah. Right. Every hour. Yeah. A different. A different client, but the weekend prior to that. So this year, it's the the sixteenth is a witch walk. So I have some guests for that. The nineteenth is parties. Okay. So I'll do people all day for that, and then the twenty fifth evening, I will work all through the night. And the twenty sixth will be the big big day. That's the Saturday prior to Halloween, which we book two years out. Oh my gosh! Every year. And then, of course, Halloween. So how many people are working then in the shop for the, for that? Like so I'll have four uh, makeup artists with me working at the same time. And then what? People just like, uh, like what's the process? Somebody calls in two years ago and they're like, all right, two years from now. I want to <laughs> be no. That's so crazy. Typically, it's the people that are pre-booked for the next two years are people yeah. that I do every year. Oh, so, so they, they just re-up again. They challenge me every year and they're, they know they're, they're super Halloweenies and they're going to yeah, right, ask me right. to do stuff you can't possibly do because it's, you know, CGI in the movies. But they're like, no, you can do it. Right, right, sure. right. right. <laughs> in an hour. Yeah. Of course, I could do Well, that. I mean, you're putting some, like, uh, like prosthetic kind of stuff on. I mean, Sometimes. like, it's like some thick stuff. The Sometimes. big scar that was mm-hmm. across the guy's chest. Uh, um, no, amazing stuff. But so they, do they come in with a drawing? No. Or? So about a month prior. So, like, right now, actually, we're in the process of. Everyone who's in my book has to tell me what they want to be so that I can start engineering. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it because 
if you tell, if you say, like for instance, this one guy wanted to be Pinhead from Hellraiser. Sure. Okay, sure. so there's, I, I do makeup. I don't make masks, so it's a little different than like Face Off, which yeah. is it's mask making. Oh, okay. That's literally making sure, physical sure. masks that you put out. Oh, so like it's like a latex sort of thing it's, where they it's pre-made and then it's applied okay. like a prosthetic, and what I'm doing in a salon is makeup. So people come to me because they don't want to wear a mask. It's really hot. You can't, you know, drink or smoke or party with yeah. it on. So I'm actually having to engineer ways to do it with literal makeup. So yeah. I use uh, at the top of what I will do prosthetically is uh, preform a little bit of latex, like skin flaps or whatever else I might need or use a bald cap. But otherwise, it's going to be liquid latex and actual makeup there's not going to be you know like a giant hood that i pull yeah yeah, yeah right, right right so, it's not the mission impossible deal where they peel off the whole right, thing right right and it's not it's not like you know face molds with alginate and stuff like that that's kind of i think it's wonderful and i absolutely love it and i think the people that do it are unbelievable maybe someday i will but in a salon people are coming you know they're not going to pay a billion dollars and not going to spend 18 hours it's one hour it's yeah. one hour to create uh, yeah, you know yeah. Yeah. from Hellraiser. So I had to figure out a way to, um, you know, get, first of all, how do you make pins that sure. are going to have a tip that aren't actually going into his flesh? <laughs> yeah. It's, it was some severe engineering. So yeah. How yeah. do you like, okay, that, that, I mean, so, you know, I come from construction and we have to obviously sometimes, you know, improvise and, 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 and you know, be ingenu- ingenuity is a, is a big part of it. Um, so, like, yeah, what? Because that seems dangerous almost, right? The guy, if he's got metal things and he falls down, they're going to end up in his face. Right, yeah, that's not my problem, though. Right? You're paid and you're gone. And oh, wow. <laughs> so, like, oh, so, like, like, it's just, like, you're just gluing? Well, I had, that one was quite a bit of Not to give away, like, trade secrets or anything No, no, like I, I, I teach, so. Yeah, okay. I mean, I spend five hours on stage telling people exactly how I do stuff. So. Right. So, now, now, a lot of this is just this, is this something... How'd you get started? Like you just started, I mean, I'm guessing just doing makeup, just straight, you know, regular at a place or no? Uh, kind of, in a way. <laughs> I actually started doing makeup before there was anything in Illinois called aesthetics. Aesthetics was a, it was something that everybody in Europe did. It wasn't something in the U.S. This is okay. way back in the early 90s, like 90. And I um, went to art school. I went to the American Academy downtown. Sure. And, uh. I got asked to do, I mean, I was, I was paying bills <laughs> yeah. for art school by modeling on the side. Okay. So I would get to a shoot or, you know, be working with somebody and they'd say, Hey, you know, aren't you an artist? Can you paint clouds on this lady's face? And I was like, yeah, okay. So I did that a little bit. And then I realized that it was, that was a, a three-dimensional art that was more suited to my mind the way that my mind works yeah so, yeah yeah well, i mean you're doing right yeah. you're doing that and it's that's on like a living person and it's three-dimensional right. it's, and, everything and else. it's not white paper that you're working on yeah it's, right it's 3d right. and it's all different colors and sometimes color theory is is more important than you know the actual like artistic skill i have you have to understand how light's going to work and how skin is going to work and how you know everything works so um Anyway, I started I started on humans and it sort of yeah it's fit me right really, right right really well. So I'm almost like a tattoo artist sort of thing has to do some similar. Yeah. I'm guessing if he's got a different pigmented person, yeah, he's got. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, it, it all kind of floats together. 
and then you get oily skin and you get yeah, I mean, you're dealing so with all that many, oh my gosh so many factors yeah your toolbox has got to be uh yeah huge as far as that goes right ahead of somebody make a joke that you're going to make me up as a republican and i uh <laughs> there's nothing to make it for that but um okay so so that's that's pretty cool that you i mean you know formally trained as far as an artist goes and everything else and then so like did it kind of just like organically grow into no it didn't actually <laughs> no i i uh i was doing makeup while uh, modeling on the side and i was working when i was modeling i was working with a really phenomenal hairdresser that just i i was i loved working with him i i really enjoyed it and we went up all over the place together and the more I worked with him, the more I realized that his industry or part of his industry was probably where I wanted to settle. So um, I looked into it and found that there was this brand new burgeoning field called aesthetics. And I went to school for aesthetics. When I was in school for aesthetics, um, I went to Pivot Point in, in Chicago. And there was only one Pivot Point for aesthetics at the time. It was on Howard Street. And the founder of Pivot Point was a guy named Leo Passage, and he was this really most super brilliant guy. He died a few years ago. I was sad to see him go because he changed our industry and he gave us a better, uh, a more respectable platform of education for our field. And he was a, a huge mentor for me. He came to me and said, we're going to do this big show. You know, it was like a student show, whatever, for the school. And he's like, I want you to head up a whole thing and do Halloween makeup for us. And I was like, that's, that's right where I want to be. Oh yeah. Good, I good, hadn't good. really, I hadn't really done any Halloween makeup because this is back in like 1991 or whatever. No one did Halloween makeup. Sure. There weren't even makeup artists working at salons at that point. Right. It, it right, just right. No, oh thing. my God. The Halloween thing has changed it's so much. So much. So that day, um, I, I didn't have anything other than normal makeup that you would put on somebody for, for beauty. And, um, I used to use, I used to go to art stores and buy actual paint brushes because there were no, you know, nobody yeah. had like makeup brush kits then. Sure. And, uh, and I turned out some really pretty cool stuff. I surprised myself that day. <sighs> and um, he came to me and said, I, I want to enter you in this competition at the Midwest beauty show at the time. Now it's, now it's the uh, America's beauty show, but. You know, had, people don't understand. Like I, I dated a girl who was a hairdresser or I don't know if that's the right term or not, but she would enter competitions mm -hmm. and they would do hair and it would be like, a, like, yeah. there he is. You know, like I, I was, I didn't think that existed, but yes, this. <laughs> well, that industry, I mean, that's a whole, it's, I could talk for hours on that industry and how it's changed too. But at the time, the Midwest Beauty Show was the biggest avenue for young artists to kind of show their work. They had all these different types of competitions and they were going to do a makeup competition. It was the first year they were going to do it. Yeah. And he said, I, I want to put you in there, even though you're a student, I hadn't graduated. I hadn't even done enough sure. hours to graduate yet. And they didn't allow amateur people to enter it. So Leo Passage himself got me my permission to yeah, compete right, right. as a student. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that was pretty life altering because I probably worked that show as a model. I don't even know, 10 times prior to, that year and I at the time you had to go into a ring and you had two hours to complete this makeup look and it had to be a total thing from head to toe and yakety schmackety and um I went in and I did it I did mine in an hour and 
kind of looked around and realized I was going to win because there was nothing, there was nothing around me like me. Sure, so sure, I sure, like, sure. This is probably going to be, I'm probably going to win. And I was done. So once you left the ring, you couldn't go back in and make any adjustments. Your, that, your work would had to stand and I had to make a decision and I walked out of the ring and my life changed. They, I won. They put my picture all over the cover of the next year's yeah. program and it sort, a prodigy. Of, sort of blew up. Right. So then uh, people from that point, people started saying, hey, what about what about Halloween? Did you ever think about doing making characters? And I was like, the only thing I'd ever seen was Michael Jackson's Thriller. Remember mm-hmm. when that came yeah, out? Right, we were right, all right. like, what? That's so cool. Right. So um, the following year was Halloween and my brother-in-law, actually, <laughs> my brother-in-law, Jim, <laughs> came to me and said he wanted to be Worf from Star Trek. Oh, Remember Worf? No, I don't. So it was Star uh, Trek. Uh, I mean, the, the original Star Trek, right. but nothing else. It was the new generation. And okay. this is the guy who had like he had like brown um, spikes on his forehead. Oh, he's like a Klingon like, or something. Yeah, Klingon. Like that. Okay, there you Klingon. go. There you go. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I was like, okay. Well, the only real memory I had, or thought I had, or wait, something to pull from, I guess, was my my dad when I was really little. It was like five. My dad pulled out a picture of, of himself and he'd done himself as Frankenstein and his buddy drove him all around Joliet freaking people out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. He was a really big guy. He was six foot four, there you go. like 320. Right. So with his Frankenstein shoes on, he was like seven foot four. Anyway, right. he did himself up really cool and he was showing me the makeup kit that he used. He oh got Yeah, he'd gotten it from a a show uh, South Pacific was running in Chicago as a Broadway show and they gave him some makeup to use to do it. And he was showing it to me. And that was the only memory I had of like what that stuff looked like or how you would even start pursuing it. Anything else I'd done was just with street makeup. Sure. Sure. So I always say I draw from that split second memory I have of my dad showing me that because that's all I had. And I walked into work one day and my brother-in-law sat down and I, I took a latex glove, if you can believe it, yeah, and I pinned it to his forehead using his own hair because yeah. I had to create a bald space. Right, 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 right. I don't even remember how I, I didn't have any li- liquid latex, so I stuck it to his head somehow. I probably I don't even know what I used. And then I used a glue gun with, with low temp melt glue, and I built the, the spikes on his forehead out of hot glue. <laughs> and then I painted the whole thing. And I hand painted the snarl on the guy's face and did the beard and everything. I still look at the picture today and can't believe how good it is. And all I had was a glue gun and some tape. Right, right. No, yeah, you're yeah. a guyver the hell out of it. Totally. Uh, and yeah. Then, and no, then that's from amazing. that point, people saw it. And oh then yeah. Right, now everybody right, wanted it. So right. now we here we are. What thirty years later? Sure, sure, sure. I mean, we had some Halloween growing up. I mean. It's some buddies that like uh, best buddy of mine, John Ander. He he had the whole like thing. He was in like this. Uh, he's a big tall dude too. He's probably like six two, six three. And then he put on the big stilts. And then he had a mm-hmm. you know. And then he would play it like he, he was totally covered up, so you couldn't see him. I don't know if he had a mask. I can't remember what he had on his face, but he had a complete cloak on, robe, all this other stuff, and this huge axe that he was carrying. Oh and he's a he's a big, beefy, monstrous man anyway. Um, and he would, like, not say anything, not say anything. And we we're all like, man, figure. oh, yeah, he's like seven foot four. Like, <laughs> yeah. what's going on here? Where's this, where'd this guy come from? But that was totally cool. 
but my my experience growing up as a kid, like my mom, my mom did uh, costumes for Drury Lane oh, yeah. uh, Theater. Yeah. So um, she was terrific at uh, making. You know, we didn't have much money growing up, but she was terrific at making like. Uh, uh, what was it? Started out as Dracula, mm-hmm. and then it turned into Darth Vader. I mean, it was yeah. the same outfit every year, <laughs> right? And then I was Batman another year. You know, like it was the, you know, it was it was amazing to, you know, just take the same outfit, yeah. make it, make it, make it, make it. I was like surprised it was never Johnny Cash. I was in black so much, but uh, <laughs> a good, right, good transition. <laughs> I wouldn't have known that, but uh, no, that's a that's amazing. Um, so, but like so now, besides the the dermatology stuff. Um, do you do proms and stuff too? Oh, yeah. Where people come yeah, in, yeah, have, for makeup. We just and... did, um, last weekend was Lincoln Way West, Lincoln Way East, Providence, Andrews, Sandburg, all their homecomings. So my staff and I will be upstairs in the spa just doing pounding out half hour makeups all day. Half hour, yeah, wow. We do proms, we do weddings, of course, we do all that stuff throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So you're like an accountant where it's like it's super busy at this time, but then other times not as much, or is it always just well, super busy? Well, it used busy? to be that I would have eggs and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And now I'm just slammed There's always a wedding. There's always something There's always where people, something. right? Yeah. So, I mean, a wedding party would come in and get all their makeup done yeah. as far as that. Yeah. How about, so I see on YouTube all these, uh, oh, yes, the people that are, right, the people that, there's that young guy, right, that does like, right. <laughs> bad? Yeah, oh, I don't know if it's too, but he does, the, right, he does the makeup tutorials. But this guy's like, He's got millions of subscribers and everything else. Um, what's with the? Is, are there dudes wearing makeup now? Is that a? This will be your controversial uh, portion of the. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not trying to be. I'm just curious as to how we got there because yeah. I mean his skin looks beautiful and wonderful, but it's it's a little odd for me growing up. People being transgender or, you know, experimenting with altering their lifestyles is the norm, mm-hmm. you know? When I first entered the field, I, I'm a traditional person. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm heterosexual, I'm married, I have kids, whatever. Sure. Um, and uh, I didn't realize that I was entering a field that was so, I don't know how to put it. I, I'm not trying to be politically correct in any way, but it's permeated with, outcasts or outsiders people that sure otherwise you know it's probably just that way it is it is to some degree but i came also from an art background and that wasn't really the case right if it was no one spoke openly about it because it didn't really matter if you're oh yeah it doesn't matter who you're with you know or what you do my mom married a guy my mom married a guy that's ned flanders and he's an artist i mean he's like you know oakley doakley he's as square as can be he's a sweetheart of a guy but he's not in any way, shape, or form, uh, you know, no, oh, God. And art itself, like, I think um, people who do art or express themselves through art, it, it transcends whatever your station in life is, your color, your your religion, your whatever creed you, you live by. Art transcends it. You can see something that you like, and it doesn't matter, you know, who created it. It's mm-hmm. art. So for me, coming from the background where art, art kind of washed away any any prejudices that you may have about who created it because sure. you liked it going into a field where there were all kinds of um, prejudged moments you know a lot of hairdressers male hairdressers when I entered the field were gay and that, that was a big thing you know AIDS was just 
coming into its own, you know, scare tactic, sure. media, whatever. So being gay was was not accepted, obviously, in, in mainstream oh, America society. at the no, time. Right. So I mean, it was I, called the gay cancer and everything right. else. It was crazy. It was bad. Right. But entering the field, I mean, I I didn't realize what I was walking into because it didn't matter to me. This was just part of who I sure. was going to become. Right. But in the ensuing years, you know, we we've seen our culture, our American culture and our American media and our American ideas shift and accept it. And I think this may be a controversial thing to say, and I'm not meaning for it to be, but the pendulum swung all the way to the other side. I'm waiting for the middle because I don't care who you sleep with or fuck. I I don't really give a shit. Right. I care about what you who you are as a person and what you produce and so far as how it's going to affect my career. So I don't, I don't need to know what flavor of human you are for me to like you or dislike you. And when I see things like that, where they're really bending uh, the genders, I'm open to it because I think art in any form is great. And there's not a reason for a young guy not to explore makeup. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 absolutely. No, However, if you're good at it, then be good at it. Right. Right. However, if you're going to utilize that as a platform to announce your sexual preferences, I have an issue with it. And that goes for whether or not you're or if you're gay or if you're straight. Sure. I don't think in art a platform should ever be what gender you are or what gender you claim to be. Right. Or what you you're know, trying to use color this as game. Yeah. Right. I don't I don't subscribe to that in anything. Sure, including sure, sure. Including race sure. and including religion and including. Now, do you, know, you see a prejudice where somebody would prefer a homosexual makeup artist versus well, a? This is where you get into that pendulum. That right, right. About. No, no, that's a thing yeah. with everything. Yeah. Everything always is. Oh, it was way over here. Right. Now we got to go way. Hey, can we just to find the middle? Yes, right. To find yeah. the right, right. So, I mean, and I've been doing this for so long in this industry. And I've gone from being lauded as a young woman who was able to kind of um, explore, obviously, if you look at my stuff, a very dark place. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's a some... little twisted. Right, um, right, right. I was lauded to then, I was kind of shunned because I wasn't this, you know, youtube kind of, I wasn't a gay man. I wasn't, you know, totally giving my life up to social media, you know, to, for gains and whatever. Yeah. And then I was... I was shunned a little bit. And then when people realized how um, contrived some of that stuff is and how edited it is and everything, and they found out that those people aren't actually very good at the craft or the art. They're just good at editing or they're just good at um, manipulating media exposure. Yeah, the persona that they're putting right? out there. Then right. now in the past, say, year and a half to two years, I've been lauded again because my art is pure and I don't edit things. And now it's like, well... You know, the, those people that were making their skin look like a paper plate yeah. and all that stuff, that's just editing. It doesn't really exist. Sure, we talked sure, a little sure. bit before the we filter. started this. Yes, that, right, that right. Some people, um, you know, have gained uh, what I'll call falsehoods because in the end, makeup is artistry. Sure, and if sure. you're if you take a painting that somebody painted and you make a print of it and correct everything and da 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 da, you've made a cartoon. Of the art, it's no longer the art, sure, and there's sure, no sure. difference to me 
And I get pretty vehement about it because there's no difference. If you take, I do a, a piece like that, you were, you put up the sugar spell that I did. Yeah. That yeah. picture was taken with my camera phone and not edited in any way. Right. right. So it's an, um, there's art to that. So it's a really amazing photo too. I mean, it's a, it's a well-taken photo as far as the lighting and everything else goes. Same and, fun, buddy. Right, 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 right. No, that's great. And so, yeah, you're talking about like all these, um, when I see people out, it's 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 a it's for a guy. It's a real letdown too, because women are just using these filters so much, and I'm like, oh, you you look like a freaking meth head when I see you in person, right? But then you know you look perfectly with the stupid rabbit ears on your head and everything else, like that's all mess. And then covers of magazines, they're so airbrushed out too. So, so edited, right? Yeah, right. I actually worked with um, artist a few years ago. I really Okay, you gotta get really, in that microphone. A little oh, sorry. Bit. You're all right. I'm not good at work. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're you're fine. Uh, anyway, I really sure respected good. his work, and I, I was really excited to to get the opportunity to work with him. I, I still work for a major manufacturer, and I travel and do uh, shows with uh, my partner, who's it's this woman Leah Freeman. She's a really unbelievable. If you want to do a podcast, you should sit her down. She's pretty unbelievable. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, sometimes that'd be um, great. But anyway, I was working with this new new to me person that I was really in awe of his work and um, post our first meeting, I realized that uh, a lot of the work was, was not as good in real life. Oh yeah. Right. And I was like, wow, that's a lot of editing. Yeah. And I was really turned off, you know? So um, conversely, we were going to show and I watched the exact same person do some of the most unbelievable hair I've ever seen in my entire life and thought to myself, why would you edit that? Let your work, let your work be its own art. Don't edit. Don't sure, edit. Sure, sure, sure. I don't, I, I, I'm a real critic of photos and um, my staff can tell you, I'm, I'll look at a picture and completely get annoyed with um, editing that I detect because art should be art. It should not be edited. Editing is an art. And there are some people that are great at it. Yeah, sure, sure. But I think there should be a definite limit. <laughs> yeah, right. Because you're, I mean, you're kind of like, you're almost, you're taking something that, you know, I mean, people use the way they look as an expression of what they are, and you're changing that to something else. Yeah. Like you're making it, yeah. It's false advertising. It's false advertising. Well, in, in some ways, like you said, someone comes in with a with an expectation to get mm-hmm. this makeup done, and they saw it in CGI. Well, right. that's a nightmare, because that's yeah. not even close to reality. Um, Which brings, I mean, it goes back to what you were saying about the guy with the perfect face and the famous mm-hmm. YouTube dude that's doing tutorials and stuff. And we talk about it quite a bit because um, recently in my industry, you know, if, if you, they're called Insta-famous people. And if you take an Insta-famous makeup artist and invite them to do a shoot or invite them to do a show with you and you get them get them behind a real chair on a real yeah, face. Yeah, outside of their, their own face because right. all they ever do is their own face. Yeah. Then they're they're not capable of producing the same quality of work. Right. And then it comes back to those major manufacturers turning to people like me who actually can produce the work that you're, sure, you're sure. hoping to get. Some of the, the, the one guy looks like an empire. I mean, that guy's got mm-hmm. like... Yeah, he's, he's a billionaire. Now. Yeah, a billionaire. Bi- mm-hmm. I didn't know a yeah, billion. Yeah. Oh, my millions and millions upon millions. Shit it away, though. Oh yeah, right. I'm sure, but that's crazy. So, so yeah, he hires actual artists to help out to get. No. 
Oh no, Mm-mm. he's just doing all his own. He just keeps editing and. Oh, okay. There are okay. only about three major houses that make all the makeup that we consume in America, and they just brand with one of those houses and redesign See, lines and it, put it, it out there and make. It's crazy how popular that is, mm-hmm. because even my sons who have you know no interest in putting makeup on ever, are like, "Have you seen this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, no, I haven't." But they showed it to me, and I was like, "That's pretty wild that you know he, that he does what he does." But uh, but you know, back to you know that, that was just a side thing that you know I thought it was interesting that that was that's a decent part of the YouTube culture it's is a giant part. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, um, they were smart because the beauty industry is the biggest money industry in the world. Nothing surpasses. Probably it. social media adds to that because everybody's taking. I mean. Every girl I know knows how to pose for. If there's a photo, right. she knows how to turn the Dark right way. Lips. Yep, yep. Yeah. Oh, that mess. That's so a mess. Good. But I mean, they know how to like cross their legs just the right mm-hmm. way. To everything is like a pose yeah. that they're doing, and I mean, they're not wrong. It comes out looking better than the, <laughs> than the actual thing. Exactly. But you, you know, see when you're like, oh yeah, right, yeah. right. Uh, so social media adds that. Social media for me, some of it's you know I got a. a 20 year old daughter and some of it's you know disturbing to see all these girls and the provocative uh situations and stuff like that i'm like oh you know what are you doing but uh my sons were just explaining tiktok to me the other day and i was like oh no that's awful i made my first tiktok with my daughter the other day oh jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh now yeah um i see because i'm connected with you on on facebook uh your son is playing football yeah. so how old is he Sixth grade, right? Okay. Uh, how long has he been playing football? A couple years. Since he was three. Since he was three. Oh my gosh, is he good? Good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, no wrestling. Yeah, he wrestles in the off season, but only to condition football. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Where does he wrestle at? Okay, okay. So we would we would see it. Then I coach at the Lincolnway Wrestling Club out of West and Central. now wrestling is an awesome thing for yeah. conditioning loves, for football. He loves it for that. He thinks it's yeah. just made him such a better athlete. Oh yeah, well there's yeah. professional John. You know, uh, Madden would be a guy that would be like you know all my football players should yeah. wrestle at one time. Yeah. Um, no, it's a terrific thing for that. Yeah. Uh, for me, wrestling's the love. You know, football. My yeah. I had my boys play football just for shits and giggles because they you know it's a good social thing. There's People care about football way more than they care about Which wrestling. I mean, so I get it. And so it's like the lights, the whistles, the blah. But yeah. wrestling helped him understand body movement and how to predict body movement. Should what position does he play? Well, he's played a lot of positions, but he's a big guy for his age. Yeah, I've seen, yeah, seen the pictures, yeah. And uh, he plays the line. He was middle. Last year he played middle line, and they actually um, had him on the O-line a little bit. They put him in just to take a guy out kind of thing because he, he was right. bigger than the rest right. of the dudes. And uh, then they had him run the ball last year, and he he had their only touchdowns that they got. Nice. So I think that's going to happen next weekend, actually. Uh, good, good, good. Uh, well, the wrestling would help, help with hand fighting yeah. and all that Absolutely. other stuff, so it, it's good. Uh, and I know most a lot of, there's a lot of guys that – there's a lot of guys that are in wrestling there that just absolutely love football as far as that goes, too. Oh, sorry. <laughs> He's got some sharp claws. Uh, but, yeah, so um, so anyways, uh, the, the the makeup stuff and, mm-hmm. and the, the prosthesis stuff, um, I will post some some pictures and stuff on the on the uh, YouTube video 
the people on you know they're listening to the auto scenario but check her out on, on uh, social yep. media um what's it cost what does it cost for someone to come in and get a full uh, hour uh oh yeah yeah that's 60 bucks you know it's nothing no that's not bad it's a quick chance right but uh i think it's more and more involved i mean i think the top i don't know i've only ever charged i'm only gonna go as high as like 220 i'm in frankfurt so right i'm not if i were downtown it would be a completely different story but i like to be affordable manage my time do as many people as i can fit in i mentioned that too you're between uh trails edge and and fat Fat rosie's there that's where the salon's Mm at uh and uh yeah i've seen some people uh um tony and uh was yeah, saying you know they use some yeah what saying, tony? how's your nose by the way what happened to his nose <laughs> it's a funny old story but uh he was he was the little brother of a friend of mine in high school paul and he was a good friend of um this kid that was a younger brother of a guy that i dated in high school jeff Katula. Okay. And uh, I met. We were going to play war. Jeff Katula does uh, home inspections. I've, no, uh, that's Mike. His oh, brother. Mike. Okay. Yeah. okay. Jeff is a he's a he's a doctor of kinesiology. Oh, okay. okay. Way course, but uh, anyway, so I met Tony out on on the golf course one day. We were going to play war at Prestwick, and I don't know. He said something, and I decked him. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. It's wow, nice that is funny. Holy he's cow! So sweet though. I can't believe I ever did that. <laughs> Whatever. Nice. <laughs> he's a good guy. Yeah, but his daughter is friends with one of my new employees. Right, yeah. Ashley or whatever it is yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what's the what's the turnover there? I mean, your employees that come in are they all oh. like? I mean, because I suspect this is moving or building in a direction still. Like as far as like from the way you you know talked about it, you're kind of like just pioneering this uh, thing when you when you started doing it. It was just like all right, some duct tape and mm-hmm. some glue, and here we go. Yeah. Um, so it's more, is it becoming more and more mainstream where you say you're teaching yeah. it? So I teach, yeah, I teach, uh, in our industry as an esthetician, you have to maintain your license to practice with 10 hours of C. continuing education. Right. So, um, now in my career, I teach that. So, um, now what's, what's, so we do CE for the real estate broker mm-hmm. stuff and it's, it's, uh, it's good because it keeps people current and there's a lot of agents out there that, don't do very many deals. So they need to like mm-hmm. refresh themselves and stuff. And then, you know, there's ethics tests and stuff like mm-hmm. that. What, what goes on with the CE there? Do they go over new stuff or do they go yeah. over? Well, I mean, this, this particular renewal year, I taught an acting class. I'm an acting specialist. So um, we teach, I mean, the kids coming out of school don't, they don't have very much intense education on um, some of the things that are going to happen every day in the room while you're working. So, right. Um, I'll take them and mentor them through the end of their school. And then they'll come, you know, for continuing education and we'll teach like new methods, new, new chemicals, new things that we're using in order to get the desired result. That's there. There's not another place for them to really gain that knowledge. Yeah. Um, and it's better if they get it from someone like me who spends hours and hours and hours in the room treating, you know, rather than just the occasional sure, facial sure. or whatever. I, for every hour that I work, I average a facial for every hour. So Boy, that's a that's a pretty interesting combination because I mean makeup has its adverse effects on people that have acne. Not anymore. No, mm-hmm. huh? it's like all no. hypoallergenic or well, whatever. We have, so. There are certain products that are made just for use with acne. Okay. And actually we it sometimes can be a barrier against free radical activity and help the acne heal. 
I always thought it was, you know, something that would help clog the pores. Oh, yeah. So yeah, there are still some really shitty brands out there that'll yeah, do it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, because yeah, I always yeah. thought, you know, those poor girls that are, and I, yeah, you know, I always felt like when I was talking about the, I didn't even know it was going to be like, you know, the I, what you said was very interesting as far as the whole gender thing and everything mm-hmm. else in the makeup industry, but you know, women have it so much tougher. Oh my gosh. Like the, the expectation on you guys, as far as the way you look compared to a guy, I've never wore a stitch of makeup in my life. And I mean, I was like, you know, uh, on the punk scene and everything else, I got real close to some mascara once. And I was like, no, uh, but yes, right. right. I mean, I had a mohawk and the whole thing. Yeah. Right. 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 There's almost nothing. Uh, I'm pretty much in the English class piercing my ear, but, uh, so nothing, but like, you know, I wake up, um, I keep my hair short. I kind of wake up looking just pretty much like I do when yeah. I, you know, when I, when I, when I'm walking around, uh, but a woman like, totally Oh, totally different. And some, some, some ladies get away with like, you know, they just have, I don't know, good skin. They, they don't wear much makeup to begin with. Other ones would never leave the house without, oh, yeah. you know, the, the full yeah. uh, array of stuff on. But it's amazing, like the standard that we hold women to compared to, yeah, to guys. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, I'm a heterosexual guy. Dudes are ugly, um, and they're still just walking around like, "Yeah, this is me, man." I got the you know baggy eyes or whatever's going on, and you know, women, you can't like no. get away with any no, of that, I cannot. right? I cannot. Um, it's something I face every day. I think I have an advantage being a woman see, in my industry. See, you know, I thought there would be some backlash to that. Like, don't no. you ever get like some like hippies that are like you know upset with you making unrealistic images Uh, of no because everybody that knows me or comes to know me knows that i'm i'm 51 years old you know Mm -hmm. i don't have any special genetic makeup you know and um, preservation is part of my field and i think we as women we're we're taught to kind of band together and help each other Mm -hmm. so when they hear that you know i can do all this stuff but I myself have to do it to me too. Yeah, right, you know, right, right, right. It right, sort right. of sure. levels the playing field. No, your skin out. looks great too. I mean, it does. I mean, I'm in, in person. You're Years of work. You know, right, right, yeah. right, right. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I just, you know, sometimes, and I, I guess I would prefer to be around women who, you know, smell nice and look nice versus the ones that like, you know, got BO and hair under their arms and everything else, of which, course. you know, but some of those seem to get really, really, uh, um, they're always the ones protesting and stuff like yeah. that too. So I didn't know if you ever had any trouble with. Um, uh, I do have some clients that are, you know, what I'll call granola eating, you know, yeah, for Birkenstock wearing. So what are they? What are, what are they in there for? Well, they come to oh, that maintenance it. their skin. Okay, okay, there you go. Right. But they're also the ones that closetly perm and dye their eyelashes, and you know, they get their brows waxed and everything else so that they can wear no makeup and still look like right better than. Now what? I would almost think there would be a market for guys because there like, we do we do tint guys' lashes and stuff. You know, guys that are really really blonde or really you know uh, redheaded guys or whatever. Yeah, they come in and get their their lashes and brows tinted so that you can see them and it, oh, it looks really? much oh, so you, yeah, so yeah. you look a little more distinct yeah. look to them. And I treat a ton of young men for acne. Acne. Oh a yeah, ton of right, young right, dudes. right. Yeah. Right. I, the athletes, I would yeah. think too, because I mean, you know, yeah. play football and the chin, the strap, chin strap is strap terrible. Is oh, and it's yeah. just, I'm currently going through it with one of my 
he's an unbelievably handsome, talented football player at East, and his chin strap is killing him right now. Right. So I'm seeing him every like three weeks. Yeah. I would, but I mean, even like uh, guys tend to work outside a lot mm-hmm. too and stuff like yeah. that, like just bad on their skin. Or they're yeah. riding a motorcycle yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. No sunblock, no, the wind. Yeah. So, I mean, do you do you do stuff like that? Does a facial help with yes, that? Like, absolutely. Yeah. We treat all those things are chronic salts to the skin. Yeah. So, we treat it chronically with skincare at home, like what you use in the shower, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then see you for a facial here and there. Just make sure you're moving in the right direction. But, yeah. Nice so, there. are you pretty good at diagnosing, like, um, that's basal cell you get going on there, a so skin the cancer? States, that I cannot diagnose, but okay. I can identify the lesion. There you go. Okay. And then tell them to go to a dermatologist. And then we recommend where they should be seen. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I would think, you know, working with skin all the time. And there's quite a few. I've had a couple of basal cell, you know, yeah. little things removed and stuff. Yeah. Uh, just from working outside and, and then my hobbies were fishing and hunting yeah. and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, so I would think that a market for guys – I just wonder where that goes, you know, 20 years from now, if everybody's completely made up and like everything. I I mean, I think conservatively being from the Midwest and not, I don't personally, it's, I don't like to see a guy in makeup. I mean, if you're, if you're a gay guy and you like to see a guy in makeup, I'm not saying that's wrong or anything, but just for me personally, even if, you know, I'm looking at a guy that's, Let's pretend in my head that I, you know, I am gay. I still want to see a guy look like a guy. Mm. And I think enhancements like tinting their lashes rather than putting mascara on yeah. is to me more palatable. Absolutely. And I know sure. I'm a conservative Midwestern, but to me now, that's. What about the, the for a little while, so. a little while their tattooing was getting. It's still, it's still huge. It's, it's called microblading. They don't, they don't just go in with a, a tattoo, uh, what do you call it? Stylus. Like they would tattoo the like lipstick they on do it. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I actually have else. a I have a blader that that I bring in from Florida every eight weeks, and she's phenomenal. She even does a three dimensional areola replacement for women who lose their nipples. Oh, really? For breast cancer? Nipples. That's that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And now the technique isn't just you know the tattoo that turns purple and looks yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah, right. Now it's it's more delicate, and it they have kind of isolated where they put this the pigment inside the skin tissue. So depending on what you're looking for, it can be placed very lightly into the surface or it can be placed, you know, much, much more deeply sure. into the surface to cover poor tattooing or whatever. It's an art. It's a complete art. And right. I, I mean, do you that. ever get like somebody that's got like maybe like a, you know, a birthmark yes, or something? And then a, a wonderful use for it, a great practice for it, but it has to be a very skilled artist to do those things. To make it worse. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Now what about... Uh, so, like, you know, being from the Midwest, we're, we're pretty sheltered as far as things go. It, are there trade shows where you'd, like, go to yeah, Las yeah, Vegas huge. or go to California? Yeah. There's and then, one coming up right now. Like, so, like, I'm totally cool with the, you know, transgender thing. I, I can understand that if you were born and you always felt, oh, like, you know, that you weren't, this wasn't right, this wasn't right. I get that. That, you know, I, I don't think anyone would choose that just out of the blue. Like, no, I think I need some attention. Yes, yeah. it's a terrible, terrible place yeah. to be. Definitely heart goes out to those people. But I saw a guy on, he was, I don't know, he's from like uh, Portland or, or Seattle or something. And his his goal was to like degender. I, I didn't understand it at all. He was in a dress. He had a woman's hairdo and a beard. 
it was just the most confused. It was like he was trying. And he, he, his goal, I think, was to confuse you as far as they went. And then he had like hairy arms and hairy legs. And I'm like, all right, I'm lost. But he was like on some crusade to. So being from the Midwest, this like I I, I looked at it like a train wreck for about a half an hour. And I'm like, I still the whole half hour went by, and I still did not get what was well, going I think on it's there. Okay to not get it. I think it's okay to not get it. And I think we should all. Let that pendulum come back to the center and say, that guy is that guy, and it's okay for him. We don't have to rewrite society to fit that 1%. Oh, God, right. 1%, probably point zero zero. right, well, so let's, small. But let's make it broader and say the 1% of people that have yeah. serious conflicts or serious problems or whatever, yes. or even mental issues, yep. too. I yep. mean, it, sometimes we, we, we tend to shun people that have... Um, mental or emotional disabilities and things that make them do and say things that are not mainstream. And um, we shouldn't shun them. We shouldn't shun people that have a, a gender conflicts or whatever, but we can't change all of humanity to fit that 1% of person. So let's not try to do that. Let's let the person be who they are. That person. Yeah. Uh, make everybody else the same as that person. No, right, right. I think that's what this guy's yeah. thing was that he wanted to know genders. And I'm like, right. no, there are genders. And there's there are women that, I mean, I dated a lot of women. There's women that really, really are girly girls. And then there's women that are like, you know, not so much. Right. Like, you know, there's a big spectrum of that. And it's okay and I, to be unique. Anybody, yeah, be whoever you want to be. I mean, that was part of the whole, like I got to, uh, my son had a uh, assignment for his English teacher who I went to school with. You know, we, we knew each other growing up. Growing up, and uh, at, no, I went to Central. I and, went to Central. Program. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, she was at Central, and um, she's an English teacher at West. Yes, okay. I'm sorry. And uh, I think my daughter has her. Yeah. Okay. Well, the assignment was to give a memory of, you know, the '80s. You know, get oh, one right. from your parents. So, <laughs> oh, yes, man. right. So, right. I was like, well, there's a lot that are inappropriate, <laughs> but you know, we can go ahead and you know go into. Is that right? Uh, so, uh, so I, I gave him. I go well. Listen, music was totally different then. You had to go like we would go to Red Tower Records. We would go to a record shop in the city. Go to uh, Crow's Nest and Joliet. I kind of forgot about Crow's Nest until just now. But uh, uh, we would go there, and I go. You would like spend hours sifting through things, looking for some bootleg thing yeah. from this concert or whatever. And then there was a, a booth or headphones there and you could yes. play it, listen to it, be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy that. It, yeah. Right. And I go, now everything's just on your phone. Right. You're not, you know, ever, you know, put onto anything new because you're not, you know, right. not, you know, nothing like that. Um, and then I went through and I go, I had to explain like punk rock to my son, who's, you know, it, it was way, he got it in the end. And I'm like, punk rock is, you know, the, the picture of Johnny Cash where he's flipping you off. That's punk rock. It's like anything that like says, I don't care about your rules. I'm going to do exactly what I want to do. Like um, people have this weird thing where they think that someone that's like the punk scene is trying to be cool. They're actually just trying to non-conform. Right. So it was like, I'm not trying to be cool. I'm just trying to be like, not like you. I'm not wearing the little polo shirt right. and I got my haircut just like the other five guys got their haircut. I'm saying, fuck all your rules. I'm going right. to do whatever the fuck I want to do. And uh, he was like, you know, I think it was pretty cool. And I'm like, 
it does end up being cool because it's standing on your own right. and doing your own thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. And, and I go, you, I go, you can be. that for what it was. Right. You can be punk rocking anything. You can be like, if all your friends are vaping, you can be like, fuck you, I'm not doing that. You could be, nowadays, you could be punk rocked by not getting tattoos. Right. Because Darren's got tattoos. So I go, you're the guy that's saying, I don't care what everyone else is doing. I'm not doing that. Uh, which, you know, he thought was pretty cool. But the, the makeup stuff's got to be that way. Um, and I, like, I've always been cool with that. So, like, you know, if the guy wants to have a beard and a dress, and, uh, hey, do what you want to do. do. But don't, don't put it on I didn't write. I didn't run around going, I got my clippers. I want to cut everyone's hair into Mohawks. You know, we're, not, we're not doing that. Um, now, with the trade show stuff, though, with that in mind, if you go to California – is there a completely different? I mean, the country's a big country, a lot of different places. New York's yes, got to be yeah. different. Time. I mean, I think that in the past few years, I think there's been a, an awful lot of attention put on the the shows that that are on, you know, like Face Off and yeah, yeah, yeah. The different makeup shows. And I think people um, have kind of a maybe a skewed view. They think that that's makeup. It's actually mask making. It's two two different things sure, like we sure. talked about. But makeup and it's its entirety doesn't extend that far. So um, when I go to the trade shows, a lot of them have been taken over by uh, companies that are mask makers, mask makers or prosthetic makers, which right. is just so beautiful art. It really, really is. But there's that. And then there's what I'm doing, yes. uh, which is right. so separate. So there's actually a makeup show coming up on uh, 5th and 6th in Chicago. And it's just a vendor show where they'll have like um, some of the major manufacturers of um, all kinds of makeup, stage makeup and whatever. Did you slide that open, that door? Sorry. I can't, uh, I can't yeah, 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 this area there. Uh, uh, anyway, they'll I'll have, that up. they'll have like, either one, doesn't matter. They'll have like, um, no, not that, no, the, no, no, the pantry. There you go. There you go. His situations in it. Yes. Right. So anyway, they'll have like Ben Nye is a huge maker. They make latex, fake blood, you know, I don't know, make all different kinds of makeup and pigments and blah, 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 and they'll be at this show. So to okay. me, that that kind of show I'm I'm more interested in now than sure hoofing it to California to see a lot of mask making, which right, is right, it's right. becoming so prevalent. There's a, a one of the guys that I think he won like the first or second face off and he's in our area. And he's, no, he's I've really never seen talented. the face off thing. Are they is it just like Halloween masks or they're it's just like they You'd have to see the show, but they they tell them, okay, you're going to make this character that has to fulfill all these requirements, and then they spend, you know, hours making yeah, alternate molds yeah. and everything, and it's this huge character. With like, now, what's that on? Is that on like Netflix or uh, on like? Uh, Hulu? I don't know. It's yeah. one of them. Yeah. I'll, I'll find it. Yeah. I'll find it. Yeah. No, yeah. But the, so I mean, but it's 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 big time stuff. It's like you know, you're it's, it's huge, dramatic. It's huge, like character making with prosthetics yeah. and and big low foam latex, blah, 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 you know, got huge it, horns right, and everything. Right, right, and that's right. separate from what I'm doing. To take the prosthetic that they make, if they make like a brow, a furrowed brow or whatever, yeah. I can take that foam prosthetic and apply it and do makeup. Yes, that's right, around part it. of what I sure, do. Sure. But um, the reality is like that portion of my industry or that mask making is not part of what you would do in my position at a salon. Got it, got it. Okay. So now is there anything ever that – like somebody comes in, they're like, all right, you know, it's Halloween or whatever they're going to do. And you have an idea as to something like, do you ever as the artist just be like, all right, I'll, just let me do it. And I'll, I'll make you into whatever I, does anyone ever let you just work that? Kind of. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. It's taken a lot of years. Right. Uh, that's why I do the shoots leading up to Halloween. 
Okay. That's me expressing some things that are in my head yeah. that I want to do. Yeah. Sometimes it leads to people wanting them also to, to have it right, done. Right, right, right. So it, it helps me a little bit. Like the guy that you referenced earlier that I sold. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That was just something in, the, in my brain that I wanted to do. So I expressed it before Halloween. But for Halloween, it's more or less, you know, I think last year they came in and said that there was the, the guy, the night, uh, the night king from Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The right. Oh uh, yeah, right. How right. am I gonna do? First of all, what was that? The it's the night king, right? The, the, the white guy. Yeah, the white dude. Yeah, 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 yeah spikes yeah, all over yeah, his head. Yeah, right. That's the other thing about me. I never watch any shows like that. I don't watch horror. I don't watch anything because I don't like my work to be influenced. Oh really? I know, isn't that weird? I would think that you would no, watch horror, nope, right? No. I don't, and I watch nothing where. There's huh. extreme makeup because I don't want to like shift my thoughts and like think into what they've done already. You don't want to be like copyright stealing. You I don't like, like that. Right. So right, when people right. ask me to do a character, I have to go online and look it up and blah, blah, blah. And that was one of them that I had to do that. And it, it was basically this guy that, that I did it on. I love him. He's so great. Boogeyman, check him out. He's so great. He's, yeah. I, he's, I do him every year. And every year he asks me to do something that's completely impossible. Like that. Nice. Nice. I mean, a few times I've had to actually like one time I had to shave half of his head and he had to let me because there was no other way to do it, you know? Sure. So he's pretty pliable. He's a great, great victim, but um, he always brings me something that's that's not possible. Now the one that you did, the the video that I saw, is that a bald cap that you put on him? Which guy? The zombie guy with the soda. He's bald. Oh, he is bald. He's bald. Okay. okay. I'm actually doing him in two weeks. Okay. Another thing that can only be done if you're a bald guy. Is that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like using him because he's he loves Halloween. He's a super Halloweeny, and yeah. he sits really still for me. And he's he's pretty good. Good, good, pretty good, good victim. Good, good, but yeah, certain people. I mean, they, if you ask me to do something, I mean, I had a guy for Beetlejuice last year or the year before, and I so desperately wanted to just bring his hairline back a little bit with the shaver, but he wouldn't go. For no, it. right, that right, sucks because right. I want it to be perfect. But exactly, look right, post that, right. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> I right. Just, don't like, exactly no, right. Great, you don't yeah. be like mom's makeup uh, no. set up, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, what you call it? Uh, so you know that that that's all uh, um, super interesting as far as uh, the videos and stuff go. Oh, great. I can't see I know he's been ex- an, an absolute nightmare for this podcast. I mean, he couldn't make more noise and do more. But uh, I like him. He likes you. Yeah. No. He. You know. He thinks he's in charge of the place for sure. Like uh, uh, I think, as I told you before the podcast, I'm not a cat person, but uh, I'm a dog person. But this cat and me, we yeah, go way back, yeah, all the way to prior to the podcast. Right, right, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, he he definitely tries to get himself uh, on there as much as he can. Um, so, so yeah, I would think that the guy thing. I would think it would be a good idea for some guys to go in and get their skin taken care of as far as like you were saying you don't like to see a guy in makeup, but it's probably not bad to see a guy that's got good skin. You know what I mean? So like that would be something good. I'm surprised some guys didn't do something like that with as far as like uh, we just had our 30 year reunion at Trails Edge and some people come in. Believe me. Yeah. The wave is moving through the U.S. and it will be more and more men that. Get, suicide, yeah, yeah, right, for sure, right. Yeah. And I mean, that just makes you look clean, right? right. Like, not you right. know, we, when um, I, whenever I'm doing a young guy, I always instead of calling it a facial, I call it theming, um, because they don't like to hear oh, sorry, well, well, right. the word facial. Um, but yeah, it's coming, believe me, more and more men will, will pursue it because 
uh, they don't look good too, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, for the most part, if you really look at people, they're kind of blotchy and like, you know, you get, especially as you get older, you get like liver spots and everything else and sunspots. Yeah. And all those Um, injectables can't cure any of that. You have to actually see an esthetician to look good. So Injectables. Oh, yes. Don't start me on the injectables rant. I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry. No, I don't know. Injectables are like Botox. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. No, no. I myself have non-anonymous. Right. I've seen uh, actually someone I know was at a party and she works for a place up by 191st Street or something. I don't know where. And they do do all kinds of like uh, stuff. And she said that they're doing uh, hair plugs and... uh, um, I always make a joke about that stuff. Like when you actually start altering yep. stuff, I'm like, you know, what if you got married to some girl and she had all that stuff done and then you had kids and it was like, wait a minute, why does the kid look like that? Well, well you there's know. also, Phil, there's the future of it. People people want the now. Yeah. But there will be a future. There will be the whatever um, action, there will be a reaction. Or sure. Gravity. And age yeah, and time right. will change the way those alterations look. And it's usually not good. Right, right, right. Well, you just keep looking more and more surprised, right, when they keep raising your... Uh, that might be one thing. The Burt Reynolds uh, deal where they keep changing his face. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, problem. plastic surgery and stuff like that is not something that uh, goes with uh, this is... Uh, yeah, kind I of mean, a, it does It does go with it, but um, and this is an area where we were talking about you know, unicorn humans. I'm one in my field because I'm probably the only esthetician you'll ever meet that doesn't advocate any of that. Oh wow! I'm not wow. into it. Yeah, that's. Average. I don't think it's necessary. Right, right. No, you. you I just I'm never going to change my mind. So. Right, 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 right. I mean, the proof's in what you do. So you right. know, I've seen the pictures and stuff like that. I don't see a lot of. I do see some pictures that you post of, uh, you know, just the um, regular straight makeup. You know, the, like women. Yeah, that I mean have, people. Honestly, you asked me to come today because of the crazy shit I do. Not yes, yes, stuff. right. I mean, there are a few things that I've done with people that have, you know, uh, big birthmarks or acne or whatever. And I don't post those because it's kind of demeaning for a person the to, before and after to not be no feel good. great about themselves. So, right. um, and I've been criticized for that, too, because, you know, people are like, well, that's what everyone wants to see. Yeah, but the person comes first. I, mean, I don't think it's right to post those kinds of things. Sure, like sure. one girl a long time ago. It's on my, it's still on my Instagram. She actually asked me to do it, and it's up. I put it up there. It was, she was super happy with the results, right? And she so was, she was very um, confident about what the choice she made to have her makeup done that way. So she asked me to post the before and the after. Right. It's the only time I've ever done it. So okay, so if a guy came in, if I came into the studio, I'm like, all right, you know work on some of my wrinkles or whatever like that. Can you like, you know, like a facial, whatever, you know, yeah. cleansing, whatever like that. What's, what's that run? And what kind of time is that like a half an hour thing or an it's hour? Me or one of my staff members. <laughs> Cause I can't take new guests right now. I'm pretty no, no, no. Well, I guess when you're staff, I'm not, I'm not probably won't come in anyway, but uh, just curious. Cause I think. I facial with the staff at my salon is 80 bucks. 80 bucks. Okay. Yeah, and it includes, um, you know, it's going to be all customized to whatever so yeah, so if you got oily skin or dry skin. It's an automatical chart, and they go through every single habit that you have, what you do, what you don't do, and then they customize the service to fit what you're – Anything covered by insurance? Well, not where we work, no. Okay. But there are some places that do aesthetics where it can be covered if you have a severe disorder. If you come in and you're a guy and you got oily skin and you get you know, a treatment, is that something that like, okay, now it's 
That's right. Now, um, so then is it now an ongoing thing where you just have to keep coming and no, getting no, it yeah, done? I mean, or? What, what you do at the sink every day or what you do in the shower every day will, will give you your result, yeah. more or less. But we should be a sort of a signpost along the way. So usually the goal is to get people to, you know, not only if you want to come more frequently, but you should be able to make it to six month mark without sure. you know, seeing us and, and still be in a healthy way. Well, um, ever do anybody famous or anything like that? Like, yes. uh, yeah. yeah. Any, can I, can I hear the story? I mean, I don't usually talk about it. Oh no. Okay. That's fine. That's. I worked for a really big manufacturer for 22 years. Okay. And they um, hosted one of the largest industry events in our, our industry. Basically it was like 10,000 attendees and they would always have a performer uh, mm-hmm. come to the show and, you know, perform for the, the attendees. Sure. And uh, I was privileged enough to get to do makeup yeah. on all of them. And, That's neat. Yeah. No, see, no see, movies, see. anything like that. Like, um, uh, I mean, I'm guessing that there'd be something that would yeah, I come mean, up. No, I said no a lot of times to having to travel to California. Oh, okay. Um, it, it started right when I started in the industry. Um, my mom, my dad passed away in 1988. So, I was just beginning my career at that sure. time, and I was not willing to leave my mom uh, to go do it. I would, yeah. I would have had to. Yeah. So right. um, I have my mom to thank for that. But anyway, I've gotten to design a few things. There was a, a really cool Broadway show in in Chicago at one point, and they asked me to design the makeup for um, one of the characters was Einstein, and uh, so I got to design it, teach it, and provide everything and. I love that part of it. I love to teach, but if you asked me to do that same makeup every day for that, I, I would probably kill myself. So oh, right. I'm right, just right. not a, I can't do the repeat, repeat, repeat thing. So that part of the industry does not appeal to me, but I'm very happy to design and teach. Yeah. It makes me happy. So what, what is your favorite part of it now? Is it the teaching part or the. Um, I think I'm a competent teacher and it doesn't phase me to teach. I teach to really large groups, like 500 or more people. And it doesn't bother me. So I guess that's probably where I should be, you know. Yeah. And I also host estheticians in my privately in my room with the door closed with my guests for the final portion of their um, aesthetics schooling. And and I do really enjoy that. And it helps my mind keep going forward. So I think that's where I'm supposed to be. But if, if I had to say, what do I like doing best? It's it's Halloween makeup, oh, special yeah. effects. And I like teaching special effects. Oh, that was the people that were my one friend, Bill, on Facebook. He's such a Halloween-y guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, The whole month is, you know, yeah. he's, as soon as the, the October 1st happens, he's yeah, getting like, all excited. Thing, we're off, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they're, they're super excited to hear about that stuff. And I'm sure they'll be uh, thrilled to see the pictures I'll put up and stuff yeah. um, from it. But uh, it, it is that's definitely the most interesting it is, you know, for thing sure. about it. It's, yeah. it's super neat. And I love the, uh, how do you, that, the time-lapse stuff. The hyperlapse, that's, yeah. That's just on your phone too. Yeah. It's, I have a, I have a Samsung and, and it was one of the, one of the, um, like in the phone programmed things. Yeah. Right, I, right. Right. I started the minute I got the phone, I'm like, well, I wonder if that would help me because it's hard to post onto social media people. I, I'm sure there are people, but I'm not interested in sitting and watching something for an hour. I don't no, no, have no right, interest right, right, in it. Right. But to see the hyperlapse is yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. pretty cool and it's gives awesome. you an overview. And I have a lot of students, again, all over the world. There's a there's actually a school in Italy that follows me very closely and, and uses my nice. hyperlapses and stuff to talk about it because it's 
in Italy, it's not really a uh, Halloween isn't a really thing. You okay. Know? And they're just now they have like in Rome. I know they have like a bunch of parties every year. It's like American Halloween party. Halloween, yeah, like, yeah, they yeah, want to yeah. do the makeup. And I have a couple artists there that follow me really, really closely and use those hyperlapses to kind of understand the process or, or the the steps in which you you know sure you need sure to do, yeah awesome awesome that that's neat uh uh let me think of anything else i had that i was curious about as far as the makeup stuff goes do you get a youtube channel or anything like that no. do you do any no don't uh, make fun of me i'm not making fun of you no i'm just uh <laughs> i know I, everybody in the world is like why don't you have that why don't you do that I'm like, yeah there'd probably be some i know i'm pretty, sure there would be my son is on me all the time about it but I'm yeah just, I'm, I'm, I'm a late comer to that the whole instagram and and Facebook thing with my art because it when I started putting it up there in like 2000 whatever 10 everything on social media was so edited and I was so visually offended by it I didn't want to be part of it so I I didn't really start doing anything with like social media for real until a few yeah. years ago because I just was so like are you kidding and and I when I started and when you watch me post I always post no edit no no yeah, uh, right. stuff because um it's it's just literally every single person that I see puts up edited photos of makeup art. And I think that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of in my life. Why is that acceptable at all? The art should be what you see in front of you and nothing more right, or less. Right, right, so, right. I um, agree. I'm a late comer to it on purpose. I really didn't want to be part of that group. And I still don't want to be part of that group. I don't edit things for a reason. Sure. And my art is my art. And I teach with with my skill only. I'm not interested in seeing it. It's probably more fulfilling for you. It's probably more fulfilling that people show up and they, so I sell real estate and I get a professional photographer to come in, photograph stuff. And a lot of times I'll generate a lot of traffic to the property. And some of the feedback will be, well, nope. Right. It just looks much larger. Yes. Well, larger. And then like the photographer does a thing where they take like it's filtered. Mm -hmm. So they take like seven photos and they kind of lay them over top of each other. The, like the hardwood floor pops more, everything. It looks awesome in the pictures and they show they're a little let down. My job is to get traffic to the place. So that's what I do, but I do deal with that. And it's never going to create a sale. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but I got to get people in there because then if they go look at other homes and it's, you know, it's right. still one of the better ones and they'll buy it. But in your business, if people were at the end, oh, this is not anywhere near as good as right. I thought it was going to be, right. that'd be a letdown for you. Exactly. Especially for students. I just taught a five-hour special effects makeup class. Right. Imagine coming to my class and I'm, all the pictures you see are so edited and what I'm showing you on stage looks nothing like any of it because I can't really do it and I don't really... Sure, sure. I one of the biggest things I pride myself on for those classes is that everyone walks away with a finished skill yes, that they right. can actually apply in the right. salon and make money from, and it's not bullshit. And there's no editing because this is real life. Do you go through that with them? I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because it's very important culture. Part it is. I just I had a conversation with a girl who I'm mentoring. She's a fantastic young woman. Um, she was at my class and actually did makeup on it. And we were having a discussion because she's going to do makeup on herself, and she wanted to she wanted to talk about what she was going to use to, to get this melting look that she wanted to do. It's a great idea. What you do for, or what special effects makeup artists do for a photograph is very different than wearing it for six hours and going to a party. 
Sure. So some of the things that, that they use to get that picture that you see, it's just like, wow, it's so amazing. Yeah. The, the minute they stand up, it all falls off of them because it's not possible right, for them right. to get it. So uh, I'm, I'm really a huge proponent of using things that last and are viable and are like, I mean, I use a lot of household things. We use everything from oatmeal and rice to, I don't even know, you could think of all the things I pulled out of my my gullet, but yeah, um, and that and applying them in a way that they'll actually last. You go to the party and drink, and you know, two a.m. You still look cool. Yeah, right, 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 right. But a lot of the artists that you see online are just doing things that are just for a picture. Yeah, so right, like right. Using right. like there's a gelatin product that's really fantastic and malleable, and it works and stuff. But the minute you get warm, it falls off. Oh so, wow! You know, things that I do, I I try to teach with latex and things that'll last, and you won't have that issue. Sure, so sure, sure. But I mean, these other people—they're—they're they're not making their money off doing makeup. They're making their money off of the YouTube Branding, views yeah. and mm-hmm. all the other nonsense. Yeah. And then I'm guessing sponsorship through some right. of the products. Products and sponsorships. Right, right, right. Which you're actually, you know, mm-hmm. you're not the guy on the home improvement show. No, I'm not teaching a product. Right, 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 right. right. Cool. Well, I, you know, I don't know. Is there anything else that you can? Any any story you got that would be? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> I, I will tell you though, if, if anybody wants to, you're always welcome to come and visit. Oh, you know, I guess I would ask you if you were a, uh, you know, 17, 18 year old girl and you thought, boy, that's so interesting. I'd, I'd like to have that as my career. Where should they start? I mean, it seems like it should be an art background well, more than. Actually, no, it doesn't no. have to be. Okay. Uh, I've been able to teach a couple people as estheticians that come to me that have said they will never, ever, ever do makeup and I've taught them and now they have careers in makeup. So I wouldn't say that's true. I think there's a technical skill that can be taught. Yeah. I think then, you know, everybody has some art in them, whether they think they do or not. Right. So it can be applied and, um, and anybody can learn it. But I would say if you're 17 or 18, I would tell you, first of all, everybody in the fucking world thinks they're a makeup artist these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody. Right. So you have that. Um, And the filters can't help with that either because she puts little makeup on and filters, it looks great. Right. You can't can't edit reality. Right. Um, And I would say that you need to go get a license either in cosmetology or aesthetics so that you can understand sanitation and sanitation and dealing with the public because the public safety, health and welfare comes first. Sure. Not, you know, your prettiest makeup that you ever did. That's not important if somebody has pink eye or yeah, you know, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, gross. Uh, so they, they wouldn't even be considered for any job, any legitimate job, unless they carry a license to practice first. And in the state of Illinois, the license or the licensing board says that you have to have a license in order to apply or remove makeup and that goes for the makeup counters too so no matter what they think of of this career or how fantasy great it's going to be you really do need a license in order to practice in the state of illinois and it's good practice otherwise right they should start with aesthetics now now regular makeup wise is there a because like i see like uh like uh like someone like an amy winehouse like she was going for a whole look Mm -hmm. and i thought it was cool because you were like she was kind of doing her own thing mm-hmm. sort of thing. But it seems like as soon as somebody does their own thing with that, it starts to become popular and then everybody's doing that Everything same trends, exact. Yeah. Right, like right. Socks, you know, one day everybody wears red socks, the next day, you know, they've got macaroni cheese on them and then sure. they're white. So. so does anyone ever come in and be like, I have this whole totally new idea 
for regular makeup, make me look like this. No. And you're like, oh, good Lord. No, they, they basically come in and show me this exact same picture of Kim Kardashian. Every oh, time. really? I'm going to look like this. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Kardashians have single-handedly ruined the world of makeup. That's the teenager thing, though. Like everybody, yeah. it's the same thing. I mean, uh, you know, my sons listen to some of the worst music ever. <laughs> like that's that's horrible. I'm sure our parents have to say that. I don't know. Like at least there are people picking up instruments. Like these guys yeah. are just on like SoundCloud making noises. Right, right. Awful. Yeah. But uh, well, good luck and uh, what you call it. Uh, you know, you have you do have openings for your your staff members have openings. My staff know. members have openings on the twenty sixth. Okay. I currently do not. Right. But I'm always willing to fit in something that's so awesome that I cannot resist it. So there you go. So gotta ask. So come up with something yeah. awesome. Awesome. Uh, all right, this is the part of the podcast where I'm asking for you to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, check us out. We're you know on uh, iTunes. We're uh, on uh, Google Play and. Uh, um, you know, rate us. Let, let me know what I'm doing wrong or right. Uh, hope you got something out of it. I found this one to be super interesting. It's, it's super cool that you can like bend reality as far as far as that goes. Uh, everybody needs a little bit of bending reality in life. You know, life sometimes can be boring. But um, thanks. Cool. Awesome. Sure. That's it.